Hey, this is Nelson H. I'm an alcoholic and an addict, but my that's a fake name. My real name's not Nelson H. That's a pen name that I use here. I was talking to a friend at the gym the other day, and he said something very eye-opening for me. He's a physical trainer at the gym, and he's a real he's a good one. He's a very well respected guy. Um, I really trust his knowledge and expertise, and then I see him doing the work himself too. So. He asked me how my workouts were going, and I said, they're going great. I'm in the best shape of my adult life, at least since I was uh, heavily involved in high school athletics anyway. So this is, I'm in great shape. It's going great. But I also said, I wish I could lose this stomach. You know, I'm working out 90 minutes a day, doing strength training, I'm doing cardio, and I still have about like 25 extra pounds all in my gut. I got like a legit dad bod. And he said to me, he's very gentle, not a critical guy, but he just said to me very gently, well, you cannot outwork a bad diet. And I asked him what he meant by that. And he ran through some very basic facts that caught, they still caught me off guard a little, you know, you ever have somebody say something that's so obvious that it just like still resonates somehow. Um, he said to me, you know, if you run one and a half miles every day, you burn about 200 calories. And then if you eat three Oreos, that's about 210 calories. So that's about the same amount of calories. And as someone who can drop three Oreo cookies in like 10 seconds and then eat three more, I had a whoa moment thinking about all that work on the treadmill, huffing and puffing and sweating for 15 minutes, all to eat three Oreos and wipe out that work, you know? And the final point he made as he talked was that if if your if fitness is a thing that you do on the side, that's that's great. But if you want it to be a lifestyle, like if you want it to be like you lift weights, you do some cardio, if you want it to be a lifestyle, you gotta like eat well, sleep well, hydrate well, do minimal drugs and alcohol, don't smoke. It's a lifestyle. You're not gonna see the results you think you will if it's just a thing that you do. Once in a while, with no other um, no other things adjacent to that, boosting your fitness, you know. And if you go to the gym and then you drink soda and eat donuts all day, his point was that's not a lifestyle. You know, your body's not going to look look or feel great. So that is not a lifestyle. That's just a thing that you say that you do, you know. And I'm writing about this on a sobriety newsletter because it really made me think about myself in a holistic way, in a bigger way. It made me think about my spiritual diet. This fall, you know, I've been getting to meetings almost every day, probably five or six a week, sometimes seven. I talk to my sponsor once or twice a week. I sponsor a few guys, sponsor a guy in prison. We write letters back and forth. Uh, I make a call or two every day, I probably average one and a half calls a day. That, that sounds like a lot, right? Well, yes and no. You know, if you go back to that gym metaphor, you know, going to the gym is the equivalent of getting to meetings. Um, and the diet part of my spiritual fitness would then be everything else I do. And I have days where I only get to a meeting. And then I spend the other 23 hours driving my kids around, barking at other drivers, watching football, complaining about stuff, watching more football, gossiping, watching playoff baseball, eating bad, scrolling social media for four hours a day, 
I got a notice the other day that I was like used my phone an average of like eight and a half hours a day last week. That's a lot of fucking around on your phone, you know? And it's none of this stuff that I'm saying, even the football stuff, it's it's like doing nothing really positive for me. You know, is it fun to watch four NFL games on a Sunday and eat snacks all night, stay up till midnight because the Sunday night game went into overtime? Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. Some days, actually, and some days I need that. Some days you got to just kind of like have a day for you or six hours for you where you're replenishing your soul a bit. So I get that. I'm not going to probably lose all of that. But but that those days are kind of hollow. You know, I'm not sure how I expect to really live and breathe the values I aspire to. You know, humble, serene, patient, understanding, forgiving, You know, I don't know if I can live that life if I do 10 hours of activities that are none of those things. You know, to keep the gym diet comparison going, it's a little like eating junk food all day and then expecting to be healthy. And in this case, I'm, I'm not talking about my body. I'm talking about my spirit. You know, I'm doing the equivalent of junk food, um, when I watch (laughs) 12 hours of sports, you know, and you might wonder, you know, so what do you do? What's the solution here? Well, my plan is to do all the things I mentioned earlier every day instead of just some days. So that would mean I get to a meet on a Monday. I get to a meeting. I connect with my sponsor and my sponsees. I call one to three other recovering alcoholics and addicts every day. And then I also need to find pockets where instead of, um, you know, an hour of baseball, a game I don't even care about, maybe I meditate a little more. Maybe I pray a couple times more. Maybe I read something, anything, instead of watching TV. Maybe I just talk less. Maybe I sit in silence. Maybe I take on another another service commitment or three. Um, maybe I'm, I, you know, there's daily readings that are all available for sober people. Maybe I, I sign up for one of those. Um, basically, you know, to go back to that gym metaphor, it's like I need my spiritual diet to be something that matches my spiritual activities. And so I'm going to give that a shot and see how it goes. (laughs) To be continued. Thanks for letting me share.